Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where sometimes we like to fucking complain. And how. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. Today is one of those days, and today is also the first time we've seen each other in person since, like, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, special shout out to the giant herpes on my top lip that you're going to get to stare at for the entire episode if you're watching us on YouTube. At least I don't look like Rocky Boboa punched me in the fucking face. Uh, (laughs) Yes, welcome to the podcast where we love to fucking complain about things when we feel like it because it's our fucking podcast. We do what we want. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also, new shit's just hard. It is. It is. Um, I guess this isn't the end of the wine. It's the beginning. Uh, (laughs) Why is it so hard, though? Let's fucking go and let's dig deep. Oh. (laughs) we're going places today friend we're going places get ready and you aren't broken this is totally normal the reason that this episode topic came up because (laughs) okay backstory (gasps) i don't think we've even mentioned this on the podcast yet uh a couple weeks ago let's see it let's see it oh the phone (laughs) Ah, she did it um, so a couple of weeks ago I was promoted. I'm now the director of sports for her dot sports. So the reason that we've had to do remote so often is because I got to be honest, I've been working a lot. My girl's busy and transitioning and like, there's a lot more on my plate now, but we're going to change that. And it's going to be Friday. So <laughs> all of that to say, um, Sasha this got fucking phone. phone, I've had an Android <laughs> forever. Like my entire adult life, basically, since I've had, I went from the flip phone that everybody had to a BlackBerry to that oh, whatever. Oh, man. Can we take a second to recognize how <laughs> fucking great the BlackBerry was for drunk bitches in the early 2000s? Oh, man. My God. Sorted my fucking life for me. It was amazing. Terrible pictures. Yes. Terrible, Terrible pictures. Great keyboard. Yes. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was like what this, what our new phones are, you know? Yeah. Like you. It was the same thing because it was, it was a, way better than T9. If you have no oh, idea what the fuck we're talking about, we are old. T9 click driving. Dude, okay, I used to be able to send a text without looking at my phone thanks to T9 because you could count how many clicks. And if you've done it enough times, like you just fucking know. Mm-hmm. Old people shit. Moving on. I think I could still do it. <laughs> like, oh, I probably could too. It's like muscle memory. Yeah. It's, it's a great muscle Three memory clicks. is fucking great. <laughs> Um, anyway, everybody on my team minus one person has an iPhone and we do a lot, a lot, a lot of fucking content. And everybody's Um, like work computers, our Mac, like everything is Mac based here. Yes. And so it was just beginning to be an annoyance, mainly when we were out doing live stuff to not be able to just airdrop something to somebody. Um, and so I also have Sprint. Oh, and I'm they sorry. were bought by T-Mobile and I refused until they made me and my phone didn't work <laughs> to switch out my SIM card. <laughs> that, that was the end all be so, all. I get a message from Sasha. Sprint's making me change my fucking SIM card. I'll be offline all day. Instagram me if you need me. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, if I'm already here and the guy's like, well, the new Android drops tomorrow. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Don't Just care. give me the fucking, the iPhone, you know, and I, they give you a bunch of discounts because the, it's com- competition. So they're going to discount the iPhone regardless. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it was like three bucks more a month. I was like, I just give me this stupid phone. Now we can iMessage instead of BBM and it's amazing. And immediately I sent the four people who gave me the most shit, a group text on purpose. And I was like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and just waited. Wait, wait, wait. So it was, was it Pat Gorman? Andrew. Drew. Oh, Andrew. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was it. Okay. Those three. Oh, and Mike Sauter. 
Okay, okay. Oh, see, I love that I knew it, half of them right away. That yep. means that I know I know my coworkers and my friends well. Yes. So <laughs> they're like, wait a minute. Who is this? And I'm like, you know who it is. You have my number in your phone, you dicks. Motherfucker, what does caller ID say it is? <laughs> <laughs> so they all rejoiced and sent a b- bunch of gifts and like whatever. So the other day, actually, oh. my best friend Nikki, I hadn't texted her since I got the new phone. And I sent her, she sent me a text and I responded and she goes, wait, hold, right, right, hold right. on. Wait, blue bubble? You're blue now. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I've crossed over to the dark side. Dude, what did you it just? It me? took me long enough. But anyway, me? the reason that this came up was because I think multiple times in the last 10 days I said, I hate this fucking phone because I'm not used to it. Everything's backwards. There are certain things that you can do on Android that you can't do on an iPhone. Like it well, took me, me a really long time to scroll through our what, fucking messages to find I was, that there it is. Hi, I got an iPhone and I hate it. And all I said back was iMessage eyeballs. <laughs> so the re- what I was saving for the podcast, it took me for fucking ever to figure out how to put my phone on silent. She was going to go on a rant about this before we started the I episode and made me wait. So I'm excited for this. I could not fucking figure out how to put it on silent. I Googled it. It's like, go through your note, your settings. It's so it's dumb. A it's a stupid switch on the side. Switch. It's this little switch on the side. It's been a little switch on the side for as long as I can remember, but it, you don't Why? remember to, t- I don't know. I don't know. It's always been like and that. And my phone's always on silent because I work in production. Exacto. Mine is always like, orange coming up. I'm, yeah always i'm in my in my production that production so either i'm recording something or i'm live on a set or i'm out at a, an event yeah. and i can't have my phone be ringing so i always have it on silent i remember could not, when we used to pay for ringtones now we don't fuck. Use them. D- yeah <laughs> like please no or, or ringbacks ring oh my god ringbacks yeah oh mine was hot hot heat for oh, the longest yeah. time because i'm Bandages? a good emo kid yes because yeah. verizon it was one of their hot hot heat ringbacks they had like two so sorry to rant about stupid like phones and shit but the reason this topic came up and how things are it's just hard to change um it's hard to unlearn things it's it takes a minute to get used to stuff and i was like we could talk about that and apply it to a bunch of shit so you're not fucking broken it's normal. <laughs> and this also applies because I had this conversation with a client the other day. They are, uh, I think they actually may have just had surgery and we were talking about how we're going to change things and like, hey, it's fine. You know, we can, adjust. as someone that just recently had surgery, it's okay. It's going to suck for a while. You might put some weight back on because you're going to be inactive, but mm-hmm. like, it'll be okay. We'll figure it out. And she said back to me, so wait, you can teach this old dog new tricks. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah, we can. Sometimes like, it takes a little it, bit longer. It takes some practice. It takes a little more time because our brains aren't quite as spongy as like younger people's are, but like, it's fine. Sasha and I are both in our mid thirties. And so either you're already in the same boat as us. I'm in my late thirties. <laughs> I mean, you're not to 40 yet. You're I not will be 39 in not June. Yet. Not yet. You're still mid thirties. You're still mid thirties. Okay. Either way, we're 30 somethings and it doesn't matter how old you are, but it like doesn't. the older you get, the less elasticy your brain is. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just me pulling shit out of my ass. There's actual studies behind brain elasticity and what things you learn and how fast you can retain it and all this shit. Yeah. But you, what I'm saying is you're either on this boat with us. You've ridden it before because you're older than us, or you're about to fucking board it and get ready. Cause it's going to fucking happen to you. Like yeah. everybody thinks that turning 30 is this end all be all you're gonna fucking die you're such an old lady you're a hag now and it's mm. like bro 30 ain't that fucking old it's like your 20s but you got more money and less yeah. bullshit in your life because you've already purged all those fuckers from your friend circles by the time you're 30 whatever yeah. my 30s have been my favorite decade of life mm, i don't know if i'd say they're my favorite because they've probably been just about as shitty as my 20s have so far but they've been better i've yeah. been more financially stable not more mentally stable i don't know if that's ever going to be achieved <laughs> however 
<laughs> like you, I, I've enjoyed it because I have way less fuckery going on in mm-hmm. my day to day life. Like you're, I, I've, I've explained this to people in their twenties before. So if you're younger than us, hello, I'm, I'm your, your future speaking to you. <laughs> you're going to deal with a lot of fucking people in your twenties that you're going to figure out that you just straight up don't fucking like. Yeah. And you aren't going to know how to mitigate or handle those situations necessarily yet because you are where you are in life. And that's fine. It comes with time. Mm-hmm. But as you grow into your mid 20s, you start to see the people that are going to be stuck in that early 20, late teens mindset forever. You don't fucking need those people. You don't or, need Coop and Reamer in your fucking circle. Like, the other thing, too, and we've we talked about this about a year ago, I feel like, um, you know, walking away from friendships or putting them on pause for a second because yeah. everybody grows and, you you know, matures at different rates. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned Nikki not that long ago. And, and I'm glad you like, did. Wait a minute. I'm glad you did. That that took me by surprise. I was like, okay, because, things are better. Good. So uh, there were just some things that I was like, I just don't have time for somebody who doesn't have time for me. And I had to realize also that just the time for each other has changed and that's okay too. Yeah. But if you don't also say something or recognize that you either need to unlearn something or walk away from something or tweak something, other people don't know. Yeah. So they don't know that we're not mind readers. Yeah. If something's wrong, you have to say something. Yeah. And being open to, to being okay with having those conversations because they are difficult, even if it's with yourself, acknowledging the fact that, okay, well, I need to unlearn this behavior or improve upon this habit or change this habit straight up. It can just be hard, but it takes like being honest about it. So having that honest conversation with her, like, Hey man, like this really upset me. Normally I would never do that because I why would I talk about my feelings? That means I had to be vulnerable. We don't talk uh, about our feelings to anyone except for our husbands and each other. Um, <laughs> and so sometimes on the podcast. By me saying something to her that, it, I mean, it probably took about six months, but she came back around and was like, hey. And then we had an, a further conversation good, about good. it. It was, you know, fine. And we don't talk every day by any means now. It's just like kind of here and there. But that stuff just happens. It's part of maturing <laughs> and like, that's, that's a big thing about getting older too, that you have to recognize that was hard for me is you see so many fucking memes on Instagram that are like, well, if they, if they care about you, they'll make time to answer you. And it's like, that's not always necessarily fucking true. Oh fuck! Don't promise other people's fucking time for them. Mm-hmm. Don't do that shit. That shit is just as toxic as the fucking no bad days garbage that they fucking push out to yeah. you wherever you go. Like if someone is fucking busy, acknowledge that someone is fucking busy and trust that they'll get back to you in a timely fashion. You know how many text messages one of my best fucking friends in the entire world will send me and I answer it in my brain and then I leave her hanging for an entire fucking Mm -hmm. 24 hours. It happens. It's not that I don't like her. Obviously that's not fucking true. She's one of my favorite people. Sometimes I just fucking forget people fucking forget. We are fallible. So if someone like is habitually blowing you off, that's a pattern. That's different. But if someone like forgot to fucking respond to you for like a day and a half, it doesn't mean that they hate you. It doesn't mean that you're shitty. It just means that they've got something going on or their brain is somewhere else that day. Yep. It's okay. If you're meant to be, you'll reconnect. You sent me, I think it was a picture of a cookie. I did. And I was like a couple hours later, I'm like, did I actually say that looks you good? Did. You did. And I you had to, did I had to check because I was like, I'm pretty sure I hit send, mm-hmm. but I was also like doing something, I was multitasking at the time. I literally had to go back and check. So sometimes it's like Sadie just said, it's not that people aren't, you know, that into you or whatever. Yeah. It's just, 
We're especially all busy I, adults with a lot of shit going. I on. think it's also become easier now because a lot of you know your stuff's all connected, right? So mm-hmm. my like honestly, probably having my text messages attached to my watch isn't the greatest idea ever because I'll be like, oh cool, I'll get back to that later, and then totally fucking forget, and then the next morning I'm like, shit. <laughs> shit yep. shit shit that happens to me too with discord all the time it's like i fucking read it and i forgot to answer you because the beacon's right. not there anymore shit but anyway going back so, to our first topic because we we went on an epic tangent because that's what we do here welcome to me and test kitchen we do what the fuck we want um but as humans we are predispositioned to want to learn and grow mm-hmm. we are always chasing you know higher knowledge and if you're not well i'm sorry Maybe you should open a book. Yeah. Um, but as a podcaster, I've heard a lot of people tell me like how they want to try it. And, you know, then they're, they don't do it. And it's like, well, why don't you do it? Well, it's because I'm scared. We know it's fucking scary. Trust us. We used to be radio DJs and radio producers and terrestrial media who got blown out of our jobs. We're on the beach for a while and figured out, well, maybe we'll fucking try podcasting. Why not? You think that shit wasn't scary? You don't think that we had a million, you don't think this girl right next to me had a million fucking things that she had to relearn from being a radio producer to being a podcast producer? Like, yeah, some of the tech is similar, but the, the means of like conveyance are totally different. You have web hosting you have to worry about. You have like, there's so much shit. And yes, it is fucking scary. It's intimidating. It was scary for us and we're professionals at this shit. So we understand like when people are like, we want to try a podcast, but it's scary. Yeah. Find someone to help you. (laughs) Yeah. Like you don't have to pay them, but if someone knows something and they want to help you find someone to help you. But we're both also like constantly studying for certifications because I'm a personal trainer and nutrition coach. She's training to be a personal trainer and nutrition coach. Like everything is what you make it. It is scary and weird, but that's kind of life. Like, we talk about doing like big things. You can do hard things like big shit's always going to be scary and weird at first. That's a sign that you're fucking climbing a big mountain that could turn into something really fucking cool. So embrace it, rock that shit, or you can be resentful and stubborn, which a lot of people choose to do. Right. It's a miserable fucking way to live. Well, if you feel like you have a lofty goal, I guess I'll use work as an example because I think it's a good one. It applies to this. Um, I wanted, I needed I had to have because it was like the top of the mountain for me. I think I had this conversation with Pat for the last year and a half. I mean, you how and do, I have been having this conversation. How do for a I while. become a director? What do yeah. I need to do to become a director? How do I do blah, blah, blah. And basically the best piece of advice I had, I got was just do it. Just do, start doing it. Do what the because director Because then would do. naturally you fall into place because you've already been doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, it was actually mentioned in a meeting the other day by Gorman. He was like, uh, yeah, she, uh, Sasha's newly minted as a sports director, even though she's been doing it for basically two years. <laughs> um, but sometimes, it, and it's not, that's not even like manifesting stuff. That's just like, if you want to do it, then be it. Prove your worth. Go be it. Do it. Even if, even if it's, it takes a minute, just go be it. Um, this applies to literally anything and everything, yeah. right? So since we're in the business of talking about your health journey, I suppose we should probably mention something about that in here. Maybe. Um, but think about how this applies when you've been doing a movement in a certain way for a while. Let's take your squat. For example, you want to be squatting lower. Okay. If that's your goal, you're going to probably have to unlearn the mechanics of which you perform your squat. Yes. Um, I've had to unteach a lot of squat stuff to a myself but b to clients because people don't understand how to do a proper squat like Mm -hmm. 
It's just, it's one of those things where you're like, your body is meant to do it. It's made to do it. Like you can literally fold yourself up in a squat at any given time, as long as your knees and ankles and hips allow you to. So like everyone's like, oh, I can do a squat. It's so easy. And then they rip off a squat and I'm like, you did six things wrong. And that's just me looking at the first one you did. Right. Like everything looks, if it looks simple, you need to understand that it's not. Mm Mm-hmm. And that it's going to require some work. Like, just because it looks easy doesn't necessarily make it look easy. That person might make it look easy because they've been doing it for a really long time. They should make it look easy if they've been doing it for a really long time. I should make it look easy to be a podcaster. I've been doing this shit for over a fucking decade and a half. Like, right. like anything else, if you're unlearning or newly learning something, practice is going to, it's not going to make perfect, but it's going to make as close to perfect as you can get. Mm-hmm. We had this conversation the other day. A professional does something until they can't fucking get it wrong. Yeah. Until they can't fucking get it wrong. Michael Jordan took fucking free throws blindfolded probably during practices so that he couldn't fucking miss them. Like, it's just one of those things. The more Shaq that you do... didn't the, do that. No, he did not. But we still love Shaq. <laughs> Shaq turned out to be the better human, and we love him for it. <laughs> I still love Michael Jordan, but he's not necessarily... If you've heard stories about him, or if you've seen the fucking ESPN 30 for 30, you know, he might yeah. not be the nicest guy. Doesn't mean I don't love him. Doesn't mean he's not a fucking incredible athlete. But it might be frustrating for you to learn something new. It's worth practicing to see these changes or in the gym, these gains that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Nothing feels better than realizing that you nailed your fucking squat and you nailed it with 135 pounds on your back. Like that shit feels good and it gets easier with time, but you have to fucking start and start that base. Yes, you do. And sometimes, you know, if you've been, I, we always use ourselves as, as examples because that's the best reference point for us. Don't that's do it. what Donnie you know, does. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know yourself. So like using myself as an example, I mean, shit, it was literally a year ago. We were at my house <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Hey, I, there's just something that like isn't clicking just a little bit. I, it was literally a quarter of an inch of a turn of my feet that outward much of her toes going out a little bit. And then I had to practice that and like legit in, in my little gym across the street, mark it with chalk. I had to do that every time until it became a muscle memory thing. And it was hilarious because I saw it right away and I was like, it's your feet. And she stuck her feet. I was like, move your toes just an inch, inch out a little bit. Just move, rotate your feet. Barely. She did it. Drop that squat. She goes, son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Because you don't, sometimes you also don't know what you don't know, right? You don't. If you, you know, how I, the reason I was using myself as an example was that, but also because when I initially got into the gym, I looked up at videos on YouTube a bunch. Yeah. And yeah, you can try to mimic something, but honestly, sometimes without an extra set of eyes, you don't know what you don't know. Because their biomechanics might be different. Exactly. Their femurs might be slightly longer than yours are. Your torso is slightly longer, so your femurs are shorter. Like, this is why we say don't base your movements off of who you see online. And we've said it before. We're not saying it because they're a bad person or that their form is shit, but their biomechanics are different than yours. Right. Like, just how we talked about you can't fight your fucking genetics. Your biomechanics are part of your genetics. They're not a limiting factor, but they are something that you need to take into account. Yes. So, like, I mean, you you just got to, you got to feel it out and you got to try. And I know that's not the sexy answer. That's not what people are, that's not what V-Shred or Vinsanity or whatever the fuck that guy's name is on social media these days. That's not what he's trying to sell you. But it's what fucking works. 
signed yeah. someone that's been doing it for a really long time, signed someone else that's been doing it for a really long time, signed all the people that you follow on Instagram that you admire for being strong people. Right. Like, we all have the same fucking secret, time and consistency. Exactly. <laughs> that's, I know that, again, that isn't the sexy answer. That's not what people want to hear, but that's what the truth what is. It is. Um, so you're also going to have to get used to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of, of adults. I see it all the time. I did it myself that will give up on something way too early because they don't feel like they're making any progress. That's why we talk so much about taking pictures. Don't rely so much on the scale. How does it feel? Is the weight on the bar going fitting? up? Exactly. Yeah. It takes time to get good at something. It takes time to get good at literally fucking anything. Mm -hmm. Um, it takes time to get mediocre at something. Um, commit to sticking with what your hobby is or your movements in the gym or whatever your goals may be for at least three months. Yeah. 90 days. Give yourself 90 fucking days. It's not that much. Um, and if you're not seeing progress, reevaluate at that point. See if you're putting in enough effort. Remember that podcast episode we did about our, I can't remember what the title of it was, but basically, are you just doing the bare minimum? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you want to see gains, but are you picking up tens when you could be doing, you know, a lot more than that? That's why we did that episode. So keep in mind that everyone learns at different speeds too. Yes. And if you find that you're just not enjoying what you're doing as much as you thought, that's okay. Do you know how many times I've started something I thought <sighs> would be a cool hobby to realize that I don't fucking like it? Mm. I think I said hobby instead mm -hmm. of hobby. You did, but habits are cool too. I've been gaming with Canadians Big lately. Big Cavs fan? No, I've been gaming with Canadians <laughs> lately and it's fucking rubbing off. I've got a dude from Scotland and a couple Canucks in my fire team lately, so I don't know what's going to come out of my <laughs> mouth, just fair warning. Um, But like if I've started so many hobbies where I thought it was going to be cool and then I fucking hated it after the first month. Like I would love to be a dope ass seamstress, but I don't have the fucking patience to sew a piece of clothing. I can sew. I'm a great fucking, like I'm really good at it. I can hand sew. I can a machine. I've made all sorts of shit. I don't have the patience to sit there and measure everything out an inch and then crease it with the iron and then fold it again and measure it another inch and make sure that everything is... Pre I don't have the fucking patience for that shit. Even weed can't give me the fucking <laughs> patience for that shit. So, like, it's okay if you started something and you realize that maybe it's not for you. It doesn't mean that fitness as a whole is not for you. It just means that that little subsection might not be your jam. Exactly. Find yeah. something else. There's like, a whole fucking world out there. There is. There is. You don't have to do just what's popular on the internet at the time because that's what you're familiar with because that's what you're seeing. Yeah. If you just take a little bit of time and use Google as your BFF, you're going to find something that's going to work for you. Oh my God, my friend, Google, Google will tell you everything. When someone sends me a question via text, sometimes if they know, if it's not like a personal question, yeah. I'm just like, let me Google that for you. How do like, I feel I'm about the weather? <laughs> yeah. I'm that friend. I'm like, well, Google says, and then yeah. they're like, oh, I guess I should have just looked it up. Yeah. Google has everything. You just need to verify your sources to make sure that they're credible. So cross-reference a few things if you need to. Like if it seems off, it might be. Just do your homework and yeah. media literacy. It's, it's a beautiful that, thing. That bitch work. Yeah, do your bitch work. Fucking make sure that all your shit's in check. So it also can be, we've spent so much time talking about motivation, like literally fuck motivation. It can be hard to <laughs> she stay. She just flipped it off behind her fucking computer if you didn't see that, which you didn't. <laughs> uh, it can be hard to stay motivated, especially 
before you start seeing any kind of progress. Yes. I think that a lot of times that's why people abandon their resolutions, which was the last episode that we did. If this is something that you are struggling with, take a few minutes to set very specific and achievable goals. And if you are struggling with that, go back and listen to the last episode we did, which was titled, So You Abandon Your Resolutions. <laughs> um, we spent the whole episode talking about that and gave quite a few pretty good pointers if I may say so I mean, myself. We are biased, but I yes. thought it was a great episode. And if you have any questions about goal setting, you can always send us an email. Hello at me yeah. at testkitchen.com. We're happy to help with that. Like if you, here's the thing. People are like, oh my God, you guys are certified personal trainers. We're podcasters. We're afraid to email you. We're doing a waste. Your-. Dude, oh we don't God. mind doing fucking pro bono for a simple question. Like how do I make my goals better? Please fucking email us. I if it's going to help you and make your life less stressful for the love of God, just send the email. Yeah. Um, I hope by now you realize that we are very approachable (laughs) and we are going to respond to you. And if you are new here because you just found us, I'm telling you now we are approachable and available. Sasha and I are those girls. Like I sent her a meme the other day and it was a mom meme, which isn't applicable to me because I'm a cat mom. But like it was when we think we're approachable, but how we look in pickup line and it was Mary Kate and Ashley dressed in all black, holding cigarettes and a coffee, just like glaring. And I'm like, it's us. Yeah. (laughs) We just have resting bitch face. We're actually very nice individuals. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) if we like you if we like you we're very nice (laughs) promise i promise but don't be afraid to do new shit like we're doing new shit it can be scary and hard but we're fucking doing it anyway yeah exactly and so i guess like prime example the (laughs) fucking scary shit and then just working on getting better at it because you have to keep fucking showing up even when you don't want to Mm -hmm. which is super important which is why we have a poster in our store that says, find a way, not an excuse. Shop.hernatmedia.com, by the way. Um, Hernatsports.com. Oh, fuck, that's right. We have a <laughs> Hernat. Oh, yeah, we didn't put that announcement out yet. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Uh, we're a Hernat Sports podcast now. What uh, go to com. There you go. Um, check out all of the other wonderful podcasts that we have alongside in our sports family. Um, yeah. But... Like doing things that are scary, doing things that aren't the easiest and then continuing to show up. I mean, fucking hockey's hard, by the way. Dude, playing hockey is super difficult. Like you watch people play. Again, you watch professionals play hockey and they they make make it it look look effortless because they're fucking professionals. Because they've been doing it over and over and over and over and over again forever. Those motherfuckers have been on ice skates since they were three. No hyperbole since they were three years old. Yeah. I, I didn't start until I think I was third. Well, it was what, like exactly a year ago in January. You talked about it and you had casually been like, yeah, I might play some hockey. And then you're like, well, I joined. And I was like, ooh, it's, it's hard and it's intimidating. I mean, I don't think I'd been that nervous for something in I don't know how long. But I stuck with it and I kept going. Even though it's frustrating sometimes. Even though you're going to fuck up and make mistakes. It's just like... I I fucked up and made mistakes when with my deadlift when I first started yeah. in the gym. I fucked up with I didn't even know how to fucking I could not figure out how to use an elliptical. And you might be embarrassed from time to time, but I think that that embarrassment is something that you could use as fuel, or I, I won't don't want to say motivation, but fuel to keep yourself going because you want to master what that is yeah. and continue to get better at it. And you can't do that if you show up once and give up because it wasn't easy. And if someone gives you shit for asking a question, like ask questions, please ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking a question. There are dumb questions, but when it comes to fitness, there aren't many dumb questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a dumb question is like, well, should I take, should I take blah, blah, blah for this? I don't know, man. I don't know. Look it up. 
do you have any reaction to these things? Like you, you're going to have to do some homework. Like it's not a dumb question, but I don't have all the information. So you're going to have to do some of that legwork. And again, people don't like to hear that they're going to have to do some work, but spoiler alert, if you want to change your lifestyle to be a healthier, more active, eating different foods, individual, it's going to take some fucking work. Yep. That takes some fucking work. So, and like coaching and stuff like that, like at a certain point, you're going to want to not have to have a coach. And I'm going through that. Yes. You know? Yes. I'm going through this right now. Actually, this week, I'm getting ready to release one of my clients into the wild. And she texted me and she's like, I really don't want to have this conversation, but I think I'm ready to go out on my own. And I'm like, why are you? Why do you, did you think I was going to be mad? Like, that's the point. Like, I'm going to give myself a hug right now because I did a good job. I made you feel comfortable enough in 12 months of working together that you're like, I can nail this shit. Yep. That shit makes me happy. Like, yeah, it sucks that I'm not going to get that money every month, but that's just money. Like, yeah, you as a person are feeling comfortable in your skin and empowered to go fucking do this by yourself. Bra fucking vote. Go kill it. Like, and if your trainer doesn't have that mindset, then break up with them find a new trainer because breaking up with them is going to be hard anyway if that's how they're already acting right um but like studying for coaching you know that is something that i pivoted and became a podcaster and a certified fucking personal trainer and you know nutrition coach at the age of 32 33 Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm gonna be 35 this year so i don't this is a couple years ago covid like time is irrelevant and covid has made everything in my life like just this moving like three months ago was actually a year in my brain apparently i don't know but like it's scary and it sucks and like going back to school when you haven't been in school for over a decade is really fucking difficult because you have to car and I'm struggling with this because I'm doing my continuing yeah. education right now and I'm struggling with carving my video game time. Ooh, there's a dog. Uh, <laughs> carving video game time out to use it as study time. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now. And I'm a fucking, you know, 34 year old woman that has my shit together for the most part. Like it's, it can be tough to allocate that time, but if you want to do it and it's important to you, then you fucking find the time to do it. And that's where I'm at right now. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to spend the rest of this month before the new expansion pack comes out cramming for my test. And then I'll take a break when the new expansion pack comes out and I'll come back to it in a couple, cause I've got till June. Like I've got time, but like, I know me. And if I don't start soon, I'm going to fucking wait until May 22nd and I'm going to cram the entire course in the span of a week and a half and I'm going to hate myself. So I'm trying not to do that. But like, it's difficult to retrain your brain to do things. I have also picked up a second language as a fucking whole ass adult. Let me tell you how goddamn difficult that shit is, cabron. Oh my God. In serio, it is one of the most difficult fucking things I've ever done. But when you see it in action, like I can just absentmindedly tell half of a story entirely in Spanish now, which for me is a pretty big deal because I only took two years of formal Spanish training. The rest of it has been reading books and talking to my friends. So I will take being 50% fucking fluid in a different language. Like it's, it's, it's super satisfying. And it is one of the best feelings though, to realize that you have made the effort to get that shit to stick in your brain. And it finally did. And you're just like, yes, exactly. I am the queen of the world. (laughs) So all of that said, we want you to go and crush that new skill, whatever that may be, whatever, whether it's in the gym, whether it's just you know, updating your eating habits, whatever. It could be anything. There was a great snippet from one of the notes that are linked in the show notes. You can find those always at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Full disclosure, we ripped this entire section yeah. from it because it is so, there are some times where we find something and it's like, I can't make that any fucking better than yep. it is. And this is one of those things. So don't let your age stop you from doing something you've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. It can be embarrassing. It can be scary. It can be a lot of fucking things to be a complete fucking beginner at something when you're an adult, especially if it's a common skill for people to learn at a young age, whatever that is. It could be a multitude of things. We totally get it. But thankfully, there are ways to combat that problem. And that could be learning a different language. It could be playing an instrument. It could be learning a sport. It can be anything. There are private lessons for anything that you could possibly want to do. Again, Google is your friend. Private lessons, blank thing that you're looking for in blank city that you live in. That's all you have to do. Um, And they're generally going to be more expensive. However, you get one-on-one time with an instructor. Instructor. Um, that's probably going to probably be closer to your age. I mean, you look at a lot of instructors and they're usually in their like late twenties and up. So like it's, it's going to be one of those things where you can have one-on-one time to ask all these questions and you don't have to be self-conscious that you're, you know, this 44 year old person that's in this fucking class with a bunch of 20 somethings learning how to do CPR because you want to get your personal trainer certification. You can do a lot of these things individually without Mm -hmm. the group there. Um, for me, that shit helps. It can help. It depends on the mood I'm in though. Like it yeah. just depends on what kind of person you are. So if, if you like that one-on-one thing, that's cool. Depending on the day, I don't always necessarily like a one-on-one scenario. Like if I'm learning an instrument, I really, I really liked one-on-one lessons Yeah. when I was learning fitness. Uh, I, so at the very beginning, I liked the group setting because I could ask a question and someone else usually had the same question. So I didn't have to feel singled out or stupid. Mm-hmm. So, like, just find what works for you. There are a lot of different... There's more than one way to fucking slice that cheese, my friend. Like, you can you can use a butter knife if you want. You could use a chef's knife. You can use a fucking saw for all you care. <laughs> Is it overkill? Absolutely. But you do you. Like Exactly. There's also adult-specific classes. Yes. So, if you're doing an activity that's popular for people of younger ages, like swimming lessons, dance classes, fucking hockey, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you check if there are adult-specific classes offered. Um Sadie's, uh, well, I never had a lesson, but they do have learn to skate yeah, um, yeah, yeah. all around Omaha at very, at the various different, puck. yeah. Um, complexes, stick and puck's a great place to go. Just get to, to get familiar on your skates. Um, but they also have uh, a women's only on Sunday nights at one of the hockey rinks here and you can go, they've got a coach there. You go through drills, they give you pointers. They ask you if there are any specific skills you'd like to improve upon. Um, so there's always options for that stuff. You yeah. might again, just have to do some bitch work and look into it. You can Google it. Uh, seriously. It's, it's literally, I shit you not. It is literally as easy as fucking Googling it. Mm-hmm. And if you live in a metropolitan area, you will find an answer. I swear to you. Like, we live in fucking Omaha. As far as cities go, like, we are only a decent-sized city just because we're literally the biggest dot in the middle of fucking nowhere where the two main interstates through the country lead. That's why Mm -hmm. Omaha has all the stuff we have. But if you live in Kansas City or you live in Orlando or if you live in fucking New York or it doesn't matter. If you live in a city, there are going to be things available to you. And even if you don't live in a big city, you can still find something that is probably in your, like, small area. It yeah. might not be a daily offering like it would be in a city. It might be a weekly or a monthly kind of thing, but you mm-hmm. can still seek it out or you can make arrangements to travel for it, you know, if you need to, to do whatever. You can also learn from the internet if you have that available to you. We all have, most of us have a fucking supercomputer in our pockets. When our, when our teachers in math class told us that we weren't always going to have a calculator in our pocket, I want to time travel back to 1993 and throw this shit in my kindergarten teacher's face. <laughs> Fuck your division. I do have a computer in my pocket all the fucking time. I use it to look at cat pictures and sometimes porn, but that's about it. I don't, I, you know, I don't use it as a calculator. It has a calculator, but that's about it. I don't use it. I don't math. I'm a fucking media major. But you can learn from the internet. Yeah. The internet has everything you need to know, be it good or bad, true or false. It's all out there on the fucking internet. So 
use it with caution. Put your smart cap on. Do some cross-referencing if you need to. Again, if it smells funny, it's probably not right. But there are so many skills that you can learn from never, like, without ever having to leave your house. YouTube is such a huge asset in this capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, Coursera is one of those things that you can look at. If you're looking for something that is like a college class or if you need to learn how to use Excel or Microsoft Office, I feel like there are so many adults that don't know how to use Excel in Office because it was a thing when we were in (laughs) high school and they were like, we're going to teach you how to use Excel in Office. And we're like, fuck that shit. We don't care. I'm getting (laughs) drunk. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and guess who turned into a 27-year-old adult that didn't know how to do fucking Excel <laughs> Excel formulas in their spreadsheets? Me. I fucking hate Microsoft Excel. It is not my friend. But I could probably take a class and learn about it on YouTube is what I'm saying, even though I won't do it. You could. Yeah. Um, the best part is that there are so many resources available to you completely for free. Um, it didn't used to be like that. Education, I mean, education to a point is still, you know, lock and key gate kept behind the fucking financial barrier. But there are things now that equal the playing field for people that don't have that kind of money. Um, You can find free guides, you know, like uh, the article that we shared is from Medium. So you can find them in that article. There are independent websites. You can find video toots on YouTube. You can find them on Skillshare, Coursera. We said that like you got to do a little bit of digging, but it's out there. Yeah, a thousand percent. And like different hobbies are going to require different amounts of committed mm-hmm. time. Be realistic, please. You just have to know that uh, and accept the fact that that's how it is. Um, and if you want to make any progress, you're going to have to probably set aside that time and put it into your schedule. Um Get used to setting time in your schedule. Make time in your schedule. I know it sounds cheesy and it sounds obvious, but actually fucking do it because if you write it yeah. down, you will stick to it. Yeah. I have to like literally put it in my work calendar. I am doing this at this time. Yeah. On, I play hockey every single Tuesday night. I leave early on Tuesdays because I work really early in the morning and I've got to go home and take, take a nap, nap if there's a 945 game because that's very late for me. Don't text Sasha Tuesday afternoons. <laughs> she napping. Um, or if I want to, if I'm going to work out in the morning, I put it in my schedule in the morning. I physically put it in my calendar. I write it in my planner. Like it just reaffirms that I'm doing that at that time. And you know what kind of person you are if that's going to work right. for you. Like, that doesn't work some, for everybody. There are some people that free ball their schedules and get away with it right. completely fine. But if you are not one of those people, make sure that you are taking the time to carve that square of your day out and fill it with what you want to put in there. Because if you don't, if you're like me, if you're like Sasha, we have a bazillion fucking things going on and our brains never stop. The hamsters never stop running upstairs. No. I'll straight up fucking forget. I'll get yeah. preoccupied with three other things that I thought were more important that I forgot uh-huh. about doing this one thing that I was like, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm that person that if I don't send something the second I think about it, I'm going to forget. And then I'm going to be like, oh shit, I forgot. And I'm sorry that I do that to you at three in the morning, no. but I know you put your phone but on I silent. Always, I always, I feel like I always have to apologize to my team because I'm like, hey, I'm not on your ass. I just need to let you know now, or I'm going to totally forget. Yes. <laughs> and it's and important that I tell you this. I do that too. Like I'll send Sasha an idea and she's like, you want to move on this now? I'm like, no, not now. Just, just before it disappears out of the ether of my brain, I wanted to tell you about it so that we remember and write it down. She's like, oh yeah. Okay. Like sometimes you have to do those things too. Like if you're like, shit, I need to tell you this. Someone's like, wait, do you want me to do this right now? I was like, no, 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 no sorry. Yeah. I don't need you to do it right now. I just need to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> the, in, the like, the immediacy of the problem is I needing to tell you, not that it needs to get done. Exactly. Just, I need to get it out of my brain and into your brain. Hobbies can cost some money. Yeah. 
this can be a barrier for some people, depending on what type of hobby it is. So make sure you know that if you're going to take on a hobby, that you do it in the most financially responsible way possible. If it's going to be a sport, look at going with secondhand stuff to start. Mm -hmm. Don't buy everything new out the gate just because you want to do this and you're gung-ho about doing it. How many of us had so many fucking craft and bead kits as kids that were like, Mom, I want this. I'm going to do this every day and it's going to be fucking great. I'm going to have so many dream catchers and so many beaded bracelets and animals and all this shit. And then I did it once and I was like, this is stupid. And it sat in the closet. <laughs> yep. Don't do that with your hobby if it's an expensive thing. Like, if you want to start your own home gym, don't go out and buy brand new rogue shit to outfit your gym. Start with cheap shit that you can sell up, you can resell, take that money, and then buy something better if you decide that it's something you want to do. There is nothing wrong with starting cheap and then upgrading as you go if you decide that it's something you really want to invest your time in. I have a home studio in my house. I have... Mm, I'm not going to say how many thousands of dollars of sound equipment I have in my fucking office right now, but it didn't start out that way. I started out with a secondhand fucking mixer that I bought for $300 in DJing wedding receptions with one of my friends in in fucking college. I started out with a shitty fucking computer and crap ass monitors and this microphone that I bought on Amazon for $60. Now I have a $600 microphone and like it sounds great and I have all the shit and it's like because I upgraded. Mm-hmm. Like my, I my, turned my hobby into my profession at home and I actually, you know, got the time and the money available to, you know, take these things, sell them, buy new shit and make better quality things in the, in the future. You're no different. Like if it's, if it's working out, if it's a sport, if it's anything, if you want to take up quilting, for example, okay, you need a sewing machine. Don't go out and buy a $700 sewing machine. Find a $200 sewing machine that'll do what you need to do now. Get your skill set. Get your skills. And then grow into the $700 sewing yeah. machine. There's always options like you can rent stuff too. Yeah, you can you rent know? stuff. Um, it's similar to borrowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know? Yeah. Uh, this is a great way to make sure that you like your hobby before you full on send it. Yes. Um, and that's essentially what Sadie was getting that up there. Like, you can spend a fuckload of money depending on what your hobby is. So keep in mind that renting over a long period of time probably is going to get expensive. So if you find that you like your hobby and want to continue, go out then and get those, you know, the smaller version of it and then build upon it. Cost analysis. Yes. Are you going to get the money out of the thing? Have you rented it for six straight months? And if at that point you may as well just buy it, mm. then just fucking buy it. You've already been doing it for six months. You've given yourself 180 days that you've solidified that you like to do this thing. I think that's a long enough time to decide that it's time to grow into your next piece of equipment or whatever. Like, you can also buy used. Depending on the Mm -hmm. hobby, there's rarely a need to purchase anything new unless you're doing something like food-related or anything like that. Used items are going to be cheaper. They... You do have to make sure that you carefully, you know, make sure of the condition of everything before you buy it. So know what you're looking for. Like things that I do, because I buy everything online. I fucking hate leaving my house. Like I like my humans and I like you. Most I like you mostly because we don't have to hang out on a day-to-day basis and we just hang out and have conversations and I teach you shit. I'm cool with that. That's totally my jam. I don't like people in the general public on a day-to-day basis because where I live, people for the most part are fucking inconsiderate and rude. Have you ever driven in Omaha, Nebraska? Five mm-hmm. fucking minutes here and you're going to want to shoot yourself in the face. Like, people people in general are just fucking inconsiderate rude shitbirds for the most part in American society and I'm fucking over it. Like, we had a guy bring a fucking long gun into a Target last week at a, at a fucking store just down the street from here. Like, fuck yeah. that shit. Fuck that shit. That's Sasha's Target. Yeah, My fucking best friend could have been at Target when a fucking dipshit decided to bring a gun and 13 mags of ammo into a goddamn grocery store. That's the fucking kind of place that we live in in America. 
Like, if you listen to this podcast from outside the U.S., people are like, I don't think Americans know how fucking terrible it is there. We're aware. We're aware. We're aware. We have no fucking means to do anything about it because we live in a fucking oligarchy that is run by money and capitalism is a fucking farce. Like, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. This is not the fucking tangent I expected to take during this podcast, but it came up because we're talking about why I fucking hate people. So (laughs) this is why I don't fucking leave my house. Um, Anyway, I just don't want to go to the grocery store and get shot because that's where we're at at this point in this fucking country. It happens almost on a weekly basis. No fucking hyperbole. I'm not blowing this out of proportion. It happened in our own fucking city last week. Shit never happens here. That shit happened here. Like, anyway, so I buy everything online. (laughs) So before I buy shit online, I have to make sure of the shit that's going to break so that I know what to look for if I go like Facebook marketplace this thing and it's like, all right, do the switches work? I'm going to have to go look at this thing and pick up the switches. Like I bought a camera. I bought that 20 megapixel really. I bought a really nice Sony camera last year. Cause I'm like, I'm going to make TikTok videos. I don't fucking make TikTok (laughs) videos, but I only spent $50 on this camera and it's 20 megapixels. And it came with like 128 fucking, uh, gigabyte. Yeah, 128 gig memory card in it, and that alone was worth the $50. Right, exactly. I was like, winning! All I had to do was clean some battery corrosion off the bottom of the fucking battery plate, and it worked good as new. That's all they had to do. They didn't realize that they just needed to take some vinegar and a Q-tip and go boop, 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 and the thing would work. I did. I saved a shit ton of money. Be like Sadie in this situation. (laughs) I don't say that very often, but this time I will. And then when you buy it used or brand new, whatever that is, to speaking, like upgrading or whatever. Yeah you can sell that equipment. Mm-hmm. I'm about to do that very fucking thing. I have a cricket. I have a fucking sewing machine. I was super, well, that was my side gig. Yeah, yeah, I you had were, a side gig when I worked at were. the paper I worked at when we were doing the radio show there and then I got laid off and I was really upset about it. So I leaned all in to the craft thing and I did a bunch of craft fairs and stuff and now I haven't touched that shit in two years. I'm busy. So I'm going to sell it because someone else could get used to it. It's just collecting ducks in my basement. Or I want to upgrade a couple of things for the home gym that I have. Yeah. So I'm going to sell the stuff that I currently have that I would like to upgrade, get a little money there, and then not pretty much either go. break even or not spend very much money. And that is the name of the game. Flip that shit yeah. to make your money. Signed a previous ticket scalper. <laughs> All of this whole episode is just dedicated to letting the... Letting you know that you can fucking do it. You can, you can do it. <laughs> Even though Rob Schneider was mean to me when I met him. Oh, oh such this one. I have two disappointing celebrity stories and he's one of them. Trace yes. Adkins get telling me to get the fuck out of his tent because I was wearing earplugs at a meet and greet is another one. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. I'll tell that one sometime. Maybe <laughs> probably not. It's not that eventful. He told us to get the fuck out because we had earplugs in at Kicker Country Stampede. I was just in a tent full of subwoofers. Yeah. What do you fucking want, bro? Sorry. Like, sorry that you think it's an offense that I want to be able to hear. <laughs> I can still hear your shitty music, bro. It's fine. <laughs> your plugs are in. can still hear your shitty music. Fuck Trace Adkins. He's an <laughs> asshole. But anyway, in the words of Rob Schneider, you can do it. And in the words of Billy Madison, you get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> like, Go. Do the thing, dude. Just because you're scared don't mean shit. You know how many times we've done shit that we were scared to fucking do and we did it anyway and then y'all praise us for it? Like, go do the fucking thing so we can praise you. Exactly. Please. Fucking mic drop, dude. Me and Tess Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Heard at Sports Network production.